Uh, welcome to the Rohi Word. You are about to be transformed by the power of God's Word through his servant, Pastor Emmanuel Methel. Pastor Methel is a teaching evangelist who preaches God's Word passionately with signs and wonders following. He serves as the founder and lead pastor of the Rohi Church, a Christ-centered, family-focused, and discipleship-driven ministry. It is written, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Now, let us hear the word of God. Come on, can you lift up your voice tonight and declare? You are God alone. I want to speak a very short message from 2 Timothy chapter 3. From verse 1 to 6. The title is, Your Blessing is with people. Your blessing is with people. The Bible says, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. Perilous times, difficult times. Look at what is going on in um, Ukraine. Difficult times. It's a sign for us that we are approaching a very precarious moment and those of you who are still sleeping must wake up. And then the reason why perilous times will come, they are talking about men will be lovers of themselves. Human beings will love themselves and not other people. Lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, and thankful and holy. Go to verse 3. Unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, Despises of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness but denying its power. And from such people, turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women. Loaded down with sins led by various lusts. Go to verse 2 for me. For men will be lovers of themselves. Men will be lovers of themselves. The Bible is saying that in the last days, one of the things that the enemy will use against God's people is this arrow. This arrow that I'm going to talk about. It's an arrow called selfishness. It's an arrow of self-consciousness. It's an arrow of self-conceitedness. It's an arrow of just thinking about yourself. Me, myself, and I. That is the arrow that we are receiving in this last day. For men will be lovers of themselves. They will love themselves. They will think about themselves. They will concentrate on themselves. They will not be conscious of the other person who is sitting next to them. They will not be conscious of the other neighbor. They will not be conscious of the other church member. They will not care about anybody or anything. The only person that in the last days everybody will think about is themselves and themselves alone. Can you not see how selfish you have become, you yourself? When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you think about is, me, what am I going to do? What am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? What am I going to benefit? How am I going to? What am I going to? Where am I going to? It's all about you. Hardly would people wake up in the morning and ask themselves that, hey, I have woken up. Let me check on my neighbor and see if he has also woken up. I have woken up. I am eating. Let me call my neighbor and see if he has also eaten or he has food to eat. 
I have woken up. I am praying. Let me call Osimesi to also start praying. We are in the last days and one of the major arrows that the enemy is using against Christians, which by all means most of you have caught, is the arrow of selfishness. Your blessing is with people. And the enemy knows that your blessing is not in your hand. Your blessing is in another person's hand. The enemy knows that your blessing is with others. If only you can think about others, if only you can look at other people, if only you will be conscious not of yourself but another person, your blessing will be released unto you. The reason why we are walking without blessings, we are living without the overflow, we are praying but we are not seeing anything, we are calling upon God but he's not answering, is because most of us have, have swollen the arrow and the poison of selfishness so you don't wake up and think about anybody you are not driving to think about anybody you don't come to church thinking about anybody you don't do anything for anybody for men will be lovers of themselves number one myself the furthest you will go from yourself is your spouse and your children and that kind of love, I have told you several times that even dogs, they have that love. Dogs and Kramai, and Kramai Dona Yewono, even dogs, they have it. The, let me show you the Kramai love. The Kramai love is that I love the thing I have given birth to. I love the thing that is carrying my name. I love the thing that looks like me. I love the thing that cries like me. I like the thing that sounds like me. So if the person is not a fanti, he cannot get my blessing. If the person is not an ashanti, he cannot get my blessing. If the person is not nyebro, he cannot get my blessing. If the person is not from Adangbe, he cannot get my blessing. That love is a dog kind of love. And Kramer was Adonibi. When you see a dog that has given birth, their protection is more than a mother that has given birth. And that is the same problem we have in our church, in our world, in our system. Nobody cares about other people. But I came to tell you that your blessing, if you will ever be blessed in this world, if you would ever receive any great blessing from God, it is with people, it is with others, it is in the hand of somebody. God is too wise to put your blessing in your hand. Otherwise, we will live alone. God is too wise to put everything you need in your hands. He will allow you to live alone. The reason why you can't live alone is because he has given your blessing to somebody and somebody's blessing to you. So if you don't reach out to somebody and the person reaching out to you, you are going to walk alone without a blessing. And that's the reason why we are the way we are. We have wasted everything that God ever gave us because of our selfishness. We are so selfish that we can't even attract God's blessing and God's attention. That's why we are where we are. That's why the country is where it is. That's why our leaders are where they are. That's why we are also where we are. Our blessing is with others. I just want you to understand that until we change our selfish attitude, we are not going anywhere. We are not going anywhere. Your blessing is with others. Your blessing is with others. Your blessing is with others. This thing is a curse for men who be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient, lovers. When you look at all of these things that they are talking about for the last days, it is all issues of selfishness. 
issues of selfishness. So the enemy will just sit down. The enemy doesn't have to even be in your house every day. He just has to send one arrow. One. Just one arrow. When that arrow hits you, that arrow comes with loving yourself. It comes with loving money. Once you love yourself, his money you will love. His boasting you will become. A proud you will be. A blaspheming you will blaspheme. Disobedient to parents you will be. And thankful and holy and godly. That's what you will be. When the selfishness moves to a certain level and nobody can control it. Haven't you seen how much you don't love people? Just look at last week, just last week up till today and ask yourself, what did I do for anybody? Did I pray for somebody? Did I share my food to somebody who doesn't carry my name, who is not living in my house? Did I share credit with somebody? Did I share the word of God with somebody? Did I pray for somebody? Did I call somebody to check whether they are doing well or not? You are selfish. That's the message I came to tell you. You are selfish. And if you don't change from your selfish attitude, you will walk around and pray for blessing till you die without seeing the blessing. One of the reasons God is blessing us, one of the things, the reason why God will bless you is because of others. God, look, God's blessing is too much for one person. When God sees a heart that cares for others, he downloads blessings because when God downloads, one man cannot carry it. I said God's downloading, one man cannot carry it. And so he doesn't give it to people who are selfish, who want to contain it. You cannot contain it, so he won't give it to you. It may kill you, may kill you. And so God looks around and looks for even unbelievers who have a heart for other people. And he will download the blessing upon them because he knows that if I give it to him, these people will receive some. If I give it to her, these people will receive some. If I give it to them, this will... That is the reason why you can't sit down and say that in hey, China they don't pray. These people they don't pray. These people they don't pray. But they are getting blessed because God knows that when I give it to them other people in the world will receive something. When I give it to them, other people they will use it well. When they give it to us what do we use it for? Hello? So let me just take two or three places in the Bible and then finish off and then you can go and have your meal. Job chapter 42 is what's in it for me? How, how am I getting it? Eh? How am I getting it? I want some. I want some. I want some. Give me. Give me. Give me. Give me. Give me. Now your name is even called Jimmy. Because every time, give me. Give me. Give me. Every time you want for yourself. Job chapter 42 verse 10. Job, one of the greatest. One of the richest. One of the most upright. Went into struggle. Went into curses. Went into problems. Things were not working well. And God decided that. I need to take this man out of his problem. I need to pull him out of the stress that he's going through. I need to do something for Job. I need to get him out. In fact, go to verse 9. I'm sure verse 9 would would explain what I'm saying better. Uh Aha, 8. Now therefore, take for yourselves seven bulls and seven rams. Go to my... So God God wants to deliver Job from his troubles. But there were some three people who had misbehaved towards Job and it has affected God. So God is saying that I want to deliver my servant. And there are many people here that God is trying to deliver. But the reason why you are still in your problem is because you don't think about anybody else. I'll show you how God managed to turn turn Job's situation around. Maybe if you can copy that one, your situation will be turned around from today in the name of Jesus. Now therefore take for yourself seven bulls and seven rams. Go to my servant Job and offer up for yourself a burnt offering and my servant Job shall pray for you. Job at the time was struggling. Job at the time was hungry. Job at the time was sick, almost dying. Job had sores from head to toe. Job had boils everywhere. 
Job was not in the best of positions in life. And when you find yourself in the place where Job found himself, if you can pray, you pray for yourself. And most of us, we, don't even, we have not even fallen into Job's problem, but you don't pray for anybody. The only prayer you can pray is myself. Give me verse 10. And the Lord restored Job's losses. When he prayed for his friends, he didn't restore him when he prayed for himself. Because for some time, Job had been praying for himself and there was no restoration. He had prayed for himself and there was no blessing. He had prayed for himself and there was nothing happening. The Bible says when the Lord, the Lord restored Job's losses, when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Number one, you want to catch this blessing, pray for others. Pray for others. Change your prayer topics from today. Change your prayer topics from today. Begin to pray for other people. Begin to pray for other people. And cry my daughter. Pray for other people. Spend one hour and don't mention your own need once. Pray for somebody. I said pray for others. Number one, pray for others. Pray for others. This was the secret key to Job's blessing. Praying for others. Praying for others. The Bible says that Job was restored times two. Times two restoration and he didn't pray for himself. You want God to restore you. You want God to double your blessing. It is praying for others. Spend time praying for your community. Spend time praying for other nationalities. Spend time praying for other tribes. It is just for us to understand that we are not just one single tribe that comes here. There are other people. So sometimes when you go on your knee and you are praying, remember others. Just, just to show us that we are diverse and we are different and we are completely distanced from each other. Remember somebody when you are praying. Think about somebody when you are praying. When you go on your knees and you want to lift up prayer, remember your girl brother. Remember your Ashanti sister. Remember your of other people. Remember your friends. Remember Ukraine. Remember Russia. Remember other nations. Remember other people because you are not the only person who is in trouble. You are not the only person whose wife has left. You are not the only person whose father didn't take care of him. You are not the only person. You are just one of the people. So pray for somebody else. Remember somebody else. Even at your level, if you are going through struggles, then think about another person who is not at your level with your two legs you don't have a job what about somebody who is crawling when can he work how can he work with your two hands you don't even have food to eat somebody who doesn't have hands have you ever thought about him before think and pray for others we are too selfish when you begin to pray for others you will see that God has blessed you when you begin to think about others you will know that God has blessed you. You will know that you are not poor. Pray for others. Pray for others. Pray for others. Write a list of people that you pray for. Write a list of problems that you pray for. Pray for the problems of Ghana. If you can, look, the people you don't pray for, you don't have the right to criticize them. So the guy, the guy who is sleeping with people and you, are probably, you have a problem with the person, pray for the person. 
The guy who came to steal from you and you have a problem with the person, pray for the person. Until you pray for the person, you have no right to criticize the person. Pray. Pray for somebody. Pray for your friends. Pray for your enemies. Pray for your neighbors. Pray for your neighbors. Think about them. Work on them. Job was sick, poor, struggling, but he didn't pray for himself. When will you stop your selfish attitude and pray for somebody? Look, any business that will do well is a business that is selfless. There are certain people, when they tell me that they are leaving my company, I will, I will negotiate. There are others too. I am praying that they will leave. It is the difference between selfish people and selfless people. Some of them, they will carry the work on their head, on their back, in their pocket. When they are sleeping, they are working. Walking, they are working. In church, they are working. Out of church, they are working. Others, do they have a closing time? Are you here? Selfishness. Your greatest blessing awaits your greatest sacrifice for others. If you can sacrifice some time and pray for others, that blessing is just about to hit your doorstep. Number two, 2 Kings chapter 7 verse 3. When you read the verses that I'm giving you, you realize that it is usually the poor people who are selfless. Usually, it's the poor people. Those who don't have, they are the ones who are selfless. Those who don't have, they share more than those who have. Even in church, those who don't have, they give more than those who have. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. I've done this thing for some time. I know. People who don't have, they are ready to share. And I saw a, a, a study they did in the U.S. When somebody just took a, it's a social, social experiment that they did. They took a camera walking around and then um, this guy went to a beggar who was sitting by the roadside and went to beg him that, Charlie, I don't have food to eat. Can you help me? Before then, he had spoken to people who were walking and they were fine. I need $2. I need $5. I need to buy bread. No, no, I don't have time. I don't, no, 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 no. Then he walks to this beggar sitting by the roadside who had just been given a beggar that he was about to eat. And then he asked him, I'm very hungry. Can I have some of your food? The beggar took his bread and gave it to him. That you can have it. He said, but that's all you have. He said, yeah, you can have it. I'm here. They will give me again. Somebody will give me again. But you, you are not here. We don't know how you survive. So you take mine. And then I would. The guy took it, stood there, and took about $5,000 from his pocket and said that it was just a test that we did. Take this money. The man sitting now began to cry. He just cried and cried. They rented an apartment for him. They changed his life just because he was a very selfless person. We are too selfish to be blessed until we stop looking and thinking about ourselves and start praying and thinking about people. You will never see a certain level of blessing that you are expecting. I said your blessing is with people. It's with others. Now, there were four leprous, leprous men. The first was Job, who was hungry and beaten and tired and almost dying. Thought about somebody. Now, there were four leprous men. Lepers. Lepers, and then no more. Lepers, I hear no more. At the entrance of the, they had even been thrown out of the city to sit outside. And they said to one another, why are we sitting here until we die? Continue, verse 4. They rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts, no one was there. Verse 6. 
When these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent and filled their belly and drank and carried silver and gold and clothing. They went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent, tent number two. Carried some from there, went and hid it. Verse 9. We are like the lepers. We have found a blessing in the church. We have taken it and we've hidden it. We went, the second service, you have taken and hidden it. Tuesday service, you have taken and hidden it. Now I want us to become like these lepers and begin to think differently. Then they said to one another, we are not doing right. Tell somebody we are not doing right. There are certain things that you are doing that the, the leper says we are not doing right. We do not well. We do not well. If you come to church alone, you have not done right. If you have not prayed for anybody, you have not done right. If you have not shared something with somebody, you have not done right. They, they said, we are not doing right. This is a day of good news and we remain silent. The Lord has given you so many good news or so much good news or so many things that you can talk about and yet we are silent. We are not doing right. And Roy Church, I can tell you, we are not doing right. Number two, share with others. Share with others. So number one, pray for others. Number two, share with others. They said that we do not right. We have to now go back and call the others that we have been blessed here. Let me bring you here also to become blessed some. Receive some of the blessing that we have received. We do not well. We do not well. We do not well. How many we do not well situations have you seen? Selfishness is a we do not well situation. Greediness is a we do not well situation. Self-centeredness is a we do not well situation. Praying for yourself alone is a we do not well situation. Not sharing food and the word of God with people is a we do not well situation. Share your resources. Share your Jesus Christ. Share your church. Share your pastor. Share your sermons. Share your church information. Share it with others. Till you start doing that, you do not well. You do not well. You do not well. Then number three, stand with others. So I said, number one, pray for others. Number two, share with others. Number three, stand with others. 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 There are many people, there are many people that are lonely. There are many people that are lonely. There are many people that are depressed. There are many people that are sad. There are many people that cry every day, every day and every night. Can you take your phone every day and call somebody and tell the person that I am standing with you in prayer? Can you call somebody every day? I'll decide that I'm going to call five people and just let them know that you are not alone in whatever you are standing in. I am praying for you. I will send you some 10 cities momo to sort your things out. 
I am spreading the love that God has given me. Can we, can we, become, can we become a sharing church? Can we become an others-oriented church? Can we become a church that loves beyond our own self? Can we begin to stop thinking only about ourselves and the people in our house and start caring for others? Can you start praying for somebody? Can you start sharing with somebody? And can you start standing with somebody? When somebody comes to tell you their problem, it's not for you to now take a microphone or a megaphone and begin to broadcast. It's for you to be able to stand with the person in prayer, stand with the person in crying, stand with the person in intercession, stand with the person. Stand with somebody. Stand with somebody. Who have you stood with the whole day? Who have you stood with the whole week? Who have you stood with this year? Whose problems have become your burden that you have stood up in the night to pray for? Whose hunger have you, have you thought about to carry a bag of rice? That I, let, me, let me get this rice for you. Whose burden? All we care about is ourselves. There must be a change. There must be a change. Nobody wakes up on Saturday afternoon that I want to come into the church and see what I can do so that tomorrow the service will go well. What can I do to help? What can I do to help? What can I do to help? If you can stop thinking about yourself from today and start thinking about something that is important to God, like other human beings, like praying for somebody, like financing somebody's life, like taking care of something that God is interested in, you realize that you to your life will change. But until then, you will walk in this selfish poverty. We are so proud of our poverty. We are so proud of our lack. And these are the things that when I finish saying, people get angry and they say, we won't come to the church again. Because I'm trying to pull you out of your problem. Yeah, it's a slap, it's not a stop. It's a slap. The message I'm preaching is a slap. It is to wake you up. Get out of your selfishness and begin to look out to help somebody. Put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you for listening to Pastor Emmanuel Method. We hope you were blessed by the message. Worship with us at the Rohi Church in Community 22 Tema. Every Sunday from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. Our youth services start from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock p.m. Tuesday evening service is from 6.30 to 8 o'clock p.m. Follow Pastor Yamala Methel and the Rohi Church on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Call us on 0204-336-002 for counseling and inquiries. Rohi Church, loving God, making disciples, and invading globally.